We are fellow intergalactic travelers. We are primal sound field pillars, liquid light bearers. We are quantum spinners, timeline hoppers. We are emanators of primordial sound. We are field harmonizers and energy generators. We are neutralizers and trailblazers. We are the keepers of the eternal flames. We are formless, harmonic, dissonant, composed, a song, divine. We are here to raise awareness and share our consciousness expansion experiences and spark other stellar travelers on their journey of embodying their organic blueprint. Thank you for joining us for today's Cup of Consciousness. To what extent do you guys think, can we actually redevelop or develop uh, these uh, multidimensional senses that we once had in this dimensional plane, like, you know, telepathy and remote viewing, all these things, because I feel like I get glimpses of them all the time. To a certain extent, yes, it, it is for sure possible. Uh, the only thing with that, if you're doing it purely through your own self-initiation, you need to develop your virtue to such a degree that you can activate that. And there's many reasons to this. Um, and because you need to be ready also for many reasons, uh, not only being targeted, but to be able to handle and know what you're doing. Because you're not going to be, and it's not like some beings comes down and gifting you. I mean, like your own internal connection with your Rishi and everything. Um, if you're not ready for it, even if you're down here, like, oh, I want to, I want to experience this and this. And there might be many reasons why it's not fully activated. But if you do start, and this is properly, if you do start to do it, it'll be um slowly and you'll get glimpses of it to then it's kind of like training wheels until you develop a higher purpose for the ability to be of service to yourself and greater so that's what you would do purely for it and that's just generally speaking on it mm -hmm. i just wanted to add that i do feel like um for example uh the less I have judged myself and the, the less I, of course, judge other people, the more things are kind of shown to me. And also, like, um, the more self-love I have. And um, but yeah, I was just wondering, it was like, well, I get the I get some stuff. But then, um, yeah, to what extent are we limited here as well, you know, because of the net and all these other things. But but yeah, you're right. I mean, it's like if, if you're really meant to have a certain ability here, I guess you develop it just naturally. Right through your path work yeah. yeah and it's it's access to elemental command is what it is um 
on a personal level or literally like for example like weather shamanism and things on a larger scale like that but you can see for example like you can't just be out here trying to move energy around and change the weather aloofly because you could fuck some shit up um so like there there needs to be uh I wouldn't say like guidelines. I don't know how to explain it, but there's like a certain order to things and a balance and resonance. So like if it's needed, but like there needs to be a lot learned. And I think this is what the quote unquote like mystery schools was ultimately one of the things that people, uh, initiates beings were learning through this and, and not necessarily just through like the Giza mystery schools or anything, I mean, like overall, was developing the path work when it when the mystery schools self-initiation and, and groups of these beings and councils that are helping people initiate themselves. But as you start to go through your process, that's where uh, these wisdom councils and tribes and groups, you, you'd have the information there to know how to properly do things. We don't have that anymore. Right. I think that's also why there's not as much activation. It's because there's not a, a group foundation that actually knows what they're doing. So it's kind of like, and it's not like creation won't let you have it, but it, but it kind of is also. In an organic sense, even with all of the suppression and abilities could really help us down here, there needs to be a lot of foundation set up to have that manifest for individuals and groups. So it's like there's a lot involved in it because um, you can't just hand activations downstepped to groups because ultimately that could, um, there's all types of things that can happen. Do you think that everyone that, that starts developing these abilities is targeted, though? Like, ev absolutely everybody. Does it maybe depend on the contracts that we come here with or whatnot? Because, yeah, I mean, I'm curious because uh, I've seen, for, for example, of course, that they, there are people who have certain abilities and they're not necessarily targeted. But is it perhaps because they're connecting to... Or, yeah, not necessarily further than the net or something like that. And that's why they're not targeted. Maybe all the information they're getting and, you know, their psychic abilities or whatnot, they're all getting it from the Metatronic well, system. Well, I, I think there's a lot of uh, complexities in this and, and I, I don't even have the space to discern fully what has occurred yet in these attacks. In hindsight, I could probably explain it better, but... I think there's a lot more involved and I don't think they're going to go all out on everybody because they do have to deal with returns and backlash, but there's a way that they can navigate with this chaos magic and um, they can deflect it in certain ways. But let's say they just started targeting everybody waking up, it would be too much backlash and they couldn't navigate their chaos webs in a way that would deflect it from them getting their returns. The, the thing is, is that, but that's what we need. We need more individuals activating and evoking eternal law because that's what would end that for them. But we're dealing with nets that are blocking, not only are there quarantines, but they are using the quarantines to block elemental command and eternal law from being enacted fully. So it's extremely advanced what they're doing. And it's more than just some simple spell work. It's this is it's the black cube structure and how it inverts um, elemental command and harnesses it. So 
Yeah, I, if they want to target you, though, they could. And that, that's what the important, though, of, of groups would be so we can help each other, which which I didn't have when all, all this started. Yeah, so I, I was kind of uh, surrounded in the astral. Well, another part of this is also the that's why they're using all the new age movement and all the false information, because a lot of people that are waking up and starting to develop any sort of ability would be led into these communities and starting to work with guides and all of that stuff. So that's why they've created all of this to confuse and mislead people that are waking up because they can't deal with them individually, every single one of them. Right. Yeah, and well, Sherrod is saying it's the programs and contracts that determine the intensity, vulnerability towards these psychic attacks. It's also the weaponization of the miasmas until the miasma is cleared and no longer serves at a resonance point. What do you guys think about that? Yeah, and it's also um, it depends what what you're what you're here to transmute. Like, if I mean, I don't if. If you're an indigo that you know is supposed to be, you know, assisting draconian DNA to rehabilitate, you'll be susceptible uh, to, you know, draconian stuff. If you're a nep like, you know, nephilim DNA, you'll be susceptible. Not only will you have the power to transmute it, but if you're not aware, you'll be susceptible to uh, other beings who are service to self who who want to derail you or something like that so it's uh it is kind of um it is kind of complicated for me it was mostly um my attacks came in the form of uh like astral like rape attempts and stuff like that so i don't know what that fucking means but um they stopped pretty pretty much once i got rid of my implants and cleared a lot of it um, I don't really experience like external attacks anymore. Like I'll only experience an attack if uh, maybe, you know, I'm unaware of something or like I still do some 3D matrixy, you know, meat baggy stuff. Like, you know, I'll go out, have a, have some, some wine with friends or like, you know, uh, you know, just socialize. And uh, if I don't, if I don't, you know, shield properly afterwards or do my stuff, uh, then I'll notice something, something is going on. So uh, I think a lot of it um, and why a lot of spiritual teachers and stuff fall is because they think like once they've cleared stuff, they don't have to clear it anymore. But it's kind of like this energetic hygiene thing is like, you know, when you're dirty, you got to take a shower. Like, yeah. like, like you got to, it's not, it's not like this, this whole that whole new age thing where you know they tell people oh you're unstoppable and which is true but like you have to you know you have to keep up with the work like you can't just be like oh love and light and um you know nothing's gonna touch me uh like that's what they want people to think you gotta you know wash your feet when you come in you like you know if you don't want to track dirt around your house and like i mean it's very like yeah just as long as you're keeping up with the energetic hygiene at least that's my that's been my experience like you know i'm not a saint and I'm not, you know, a demon, but like I'm somewhere, I'm somewhere in between, but I'm always keeping up with my energetic hygiene and it, it seems to be working. So I don't know. Mm. I think, yeah, it's very individual, you know, um, we all have different contracts. That's like what I was thinking as well. And uh, depending on, yeah, our mission here. Well, based on, and this isn't just because of what 
I'm going through now, but I knew this before as well. And, and I'm in no way saying that I was like fully activated, actually compared to many had a very grounded perspective in all this of how much of, of my substrance am I actually acting? How much path work do I actually have? And I resonate with what Shiraj said here. That is true. If you clear a resonance point and trauma and they no longer have that blind sight, blind spot or contract or whatever, there's no resonance in that way. But with that said, for these attacks, for in speaking on my experience right now, um, when they were occurring, um, and and like Austin just said, it's it's like uh, it's like taking a shower one time and thinking you're like good for the rest of your life. Like it's not that's not true. But I was fully focused on every day I'd wake up before the sun. I'd do probably an hour of running through my density cores and pillar techniques. And some mornings it'd be way harder than others um, for many reasons, whether it was targeting while I was sleeping or just working through things. Um, hours of not just aloofly toning and nothingness, but like really directing it and working with the land and and actually activating abilities. And I know that I was at um, a space where I could feel when I was clear. I could feel my pillar, my stance, and I could immediately sense when I needed to do something. I, I wasn't any longer, I had broken through that shell of contention, you could say. And and I'd still I still had stuff coming up like, uh, past life stuff or inner child healing work and things like that or just relations or things and and like Austin said like sometimes having a drink or something but nothing out of balance and nothing in a way and I have I, I went through years of like hermit mode you could say fully geared towards getting myself in alignment and clearing and doing the real path work when these attacks came in, there wasn't uh, a resonance like that, a resonance point. And, and this is true of like, you could even, so before I say this example, you could set a ward around your house of like a shield of protection on your land, your property, people on it. And let's say somebody's riding around looking for a house to rob or something. They might feel like, complete resistance to doing it to your house. If you see what I'm saying, like the resonance of them getting in there and physically breaking in, it just would feel off to them. There are things like that that can occur also. But um, where I'm going with this is, that's like saying, for example, like let's say they got some, and, and I'm kind of like mixing things up here, but let's say they got some like dark shields going on. They could feel that and still be like, fuck that, I'm going in there and try and break in. If you see what I'm saying, it's the same thing on an energetic level. These networks, if some of them do play more by the, here, let's try and get some free will consent and throw in some thought form tricks to get them to resonate with them and to get more access through consent. Other ones, if you're a threat to them and you're unfolding things, they're gonna be like, fuck you. Who do you think you are on our land? Because they have casted their web. Uh, the Vatican, for example, uh, 
has laid claim over all humanity in the land. They look at Earth and the populace as theirs. That's how these psychopathic networks think, literally. They're like, we dominated you and took you over, so we're the authority. And, and there's tricks within this. I'm not going to say like, oh, it's all like like a free-for-all. Like when, when it gets to that point of like battle magic, um, they actually want the engagement because they, they have a technological advantage on us down, down here from the astral in the sense of we can't see everything going on from a, a higher level perspective when we're, um, especially when we're by ourselves. But if you see where I'm going with this, um, it's both. Yes, you can clear resonance points. They can still come in. But mm -hmm. with that said, there were things from past lives that we are trying to retrieve that were connected to similar attacks from these individuals in the network. Yeah. So there, there was something with that just as like some insight into something that could occur, not for everybody, but it, it's not just, and I'm not saying sure, I was just saying a new age perspective, but it's not just that new age perspective of like, oh, I do my path work, I, I get my resonance and alignment and, and then I'm good. And they can't get me. I'm I'm untouchable. You can't touch me. I I'm not playing your game of duality. Like it, it's way more complex. And like I've said before, we're in the trenches down here. And it's gonna take groups that are evoking eternal law to the point where it truly intimidates these networks to not fuck with you. Hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I see I see what you mean. So yeah, thank you for sharing all of that. And uh, I like having you guys share your different perspectives on that because, you know, for people listening, because I know there are still some people that are kind of like scared or like wondering, do I really want to go into all these things, you know, for inner work and shadow work? So don't be don't be afraid of anything like you, you've whatever whatever you need you will definitely have the tools to uh, to deal with this. I mean, the universe only gives you what you can handle. When you get yourself into this point, it's always important to be vigilant, but to know that if you are standing in your pillar of power in resonance, that's your greatest protection. I mean, by staying vigilant in the sense of like, you don't need to view it like, oh, everything's out to get me, I'm going to get attacked. You don't have to have fear in any of this. That's not why I share anything like more deeper of attacks or anything because we that that's what they want they want us to be in fear of them yeah and, and what could happen if i step forward in my path that's what they want they want like a hesitation because that that can create blind spots in and of itself so to conquer fear is the first one of the first steps in self-initiation like for example stepping into your path more um, and but knowing all of these things that exist or could happen and being like kind of scared or hesitant, that that creates an unstable foundation. So we have to be strong in our pillar as we're doing our path work, our day to day and and keep our resonance up, which yeah. getting out in nature will help a lot and grounding and not focusing too much on the higher, because ultimately at this level, it is about embodying that higher and then outstepping that into our co-creation here mm -hmm. um that's another aspect of not only the tricks that can occur but 
um, these like cap offs, it kind of can pull you out into like higher lofty pedestals or thoughts or thought patterns and and keep you distracted from what you're trying to bring forth for yourself embodying and here as a co-creation so it's it's kind of all connected and to kind of connect all this back in i think that's uh why not as many um or not everybody is being targeted and i'm not saying that i was fully doing this but i was i was getting a pretty clear foundation of what i needed to do here uh, fully and like really even like planning it like internally if we started coming together and formulating wisdom councils that also is game over for them here if it if it got anchored in and in, in a foundation because that means eternal law is truly going to be re-anchored in the grids and what that would mean is more backlash and returns for their onslaught that they're doing on humanity and and their constant uh psyops attacks uh false authority grid domination like if you see where i'm i'm going um yeah yeah hmm. yeah. yeah yeah i see what you mean well uh i I definitely do think that that would be that would be awesome you know, to to create more of these communities or more yeah but in my mind like I don't know this this has already been done before it's it's just that yeah we're doing it again and that's why we're coming together it seems like you know yeah 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 it'll be yeah, most of us probably have been a part of wisdom councils at some point in the time cycles. Mm -hmm. or else we wouldn't even be aware of that uh this level of communicating or path work or plans of development so yeah. it, it's that that's an aspect of it too is doing those deep uh i from one level it's not really past like that but past life retrievals of our jewels that we had in those uh stations of the time cycles because that's when you really start unlocking things not to be an aloof in that like oh i'm an i'm a lumerian maji priest and i was doing this and you see what i'm saying but there are some real and you could do this with shadow work also and you might not even know that you're unlocking this like key and tool of like something that's about to come forth that is so profound but you end up doing it like unlocking something with even something like a, a family relation, it could be tied to some like ancestral conflict that's keeping some like key jewel codex, you unlock it and it all starts pouring forth, like My more God. than even that experience. There's, and like Austin was saying, there's so many levels of everything going on, but but yeah, uh, it's it's about remembrance, but not in the sense of like, even needing to fully intellectually understand that remembrance. It could just be key codes that unlock what you need to know here and now to then bring something forward. Yeah, wow, that just made me think, um, you know, I'm going back home like next week and I'm actually arriving to Mexico City, which is where I was born. And th that's it's the day of my birthday as well. So, or born day, you know, people don't like to say birthday, but yeah, I think that's very symbolic. I had totally forgotten. I don't, I didn't think of that it was my birthday. And 
uh, also arriving to the house of my grandparents that day. Oh, I'm like feeling like something. Yeah, there's something there, you know, there's something there. I think I'm going to have to do some sort of like activation or something when I get there. That connects also into what I was saying before of how we can engage creation. So mm -hmm. like when you think of something, and again, always have that discernment in place, like where did this come from? But like, why did I just think that? And is there something there that I need to do? And why am I even doing this? Why am I going there right now in my life? You see what I'm saying? Everything, when you get really down to it, has a synchronistic importance in something along the lines of path work. So yeah. like when you're there, you just, you can speak to creation like, like I don't even need to know it fully, but what 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 can I do? And then just you just observe like like what comes up. Like it doesn't need to be like some like channeling communication. It's more like intuitive cognition. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'll see what I intuitively feel like doing when I arrive there. And then and then of course I'm gonna see my my parents and uh spend some time with them and with my with my daughter as well. So it's like it's very symbolic for sure. And uh yeah, I do feel like there's some codes there for me. Maybe something to do with this these keys, a pendant. I don't know. I'll let you guys know. I'll keep you updated. <laughs> I did want to share something about like uh uh, when Austin was talking about like, yeah, you can go about like just hanging out with friends sometimes and then but you still have to do your shielding and all that stuff. I was just thinking about that. And also something very interesting happened with this energy that I was telling you guys that keeps coming through these people. Right. Um, there's a, an ex colleague of mine who also has that same kind of energy. And he invited me to his farewell party or yeah, thing get together. And I'm like, ah, that's interesting. Like, that's happening right now. And I'm, I was like working on getting rid of these feelings, right, that were going out through me. It seems like since months ago, they have been starting like, um, let's see, in the like, uh, in, it's a, in the lower chakras or like in the, what's it called? Um, I guess, yeah, the, the root, or the, the womb space or whatnot, and then going up through the sacral and the, and the solar plexus, especially I was feeling a lot of like pulsations for like days, like with like nonstop. It, it was just this like pain of like, not pain. It was, it wasn't really painful. It was more like um, when you get like contractions, you know, but the solar plexus is very weird. Never had that before. Then it started moving up and I felt stuff in my heart space. Like at some point I felt like my heart was closed and then it got up to my head where to the point where I was telling you guys last time when we were recording that my jaw was really tense, like I couldn't relax it. And then it moved up to my head, like my ear, like my ears and my, my, um, my eyes for days. I couldn't see very well. Like it was like I was and whatever type of light I couldn't focus on it because my eyes were hurting and this this one was like the left one was bloodshot for days and then this person invited me to their farewell party and I'm like that's interesting so I go there and I'm like there's something here that's going to happen I have to make sure that I'm that I stay in alignment with who I am with my values and like Jay was saying this is something that's really stuck with me as like virtue is the key and so, you know, another key. And so I go there and yes, there was like this situation where, you know, it's like, oh, you know, I'm so glad that you came. This guy was like, really like uh, all over me, you know? And then, uh, and then I was like, 
yeah, should I just go now? And and then someone was like, oh, let's go out dancing, you know? And I'm like, I haven't done that in a while. And I was feeling better. So I'm like, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> and that was an interesting experience because we went to this club. Of course, there's like a, all these lights. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I could stand this for a long time. Um, and then I started doing shielding. And at some point, the first, there was a bunch of people like bumping into me all the time. I was like, oh my God, okay, no, this is horrible. And I was like, just, I kept writing frequencies, right? And at some point I had like a lot of space around me. And then, and so this guy comes in and he's like, and I was doing just hand movements and he's trying to copy me and then trying to get into my space. And then I was like, okay, <laughs> I was like just making fun of him, you know, and talking to him for a bit. But then this funny thing happened where this guy comes by and he says in my ear, he's like, you're taking up too much space. And I got reactive. I, I guess I could have done better, but, and I grabbed him by the arm. And this is where my, I guess my shadow came in because my shadow aspect is like very angry, very destructive. And I grabbed him and I'm like, all you have to do is say, excuse me. <laughs> and I just... And he just left and then he came back and he's like, what did you say to me? And I just ignored him. But that was like super interesting, right? Like when I literally was in like, just enjoying myself, just dancing by myself. I didn't want anybody in my bubble. This guy comes in and is like, ah, you're taking up too much space. <laughs> anyway, so that was interesting. And then when I was, I was leaving, I'm like, okay, I think I've had enough of this. This guy uh, comes, this, this ex-coworker, where are you going? Yeah, let's go over to my place, blah, blah. I'm like, mm, no, not a good idea. So that I think was a very important decision because I don't know, it just felt like, again, this energy was coming through to like, oh, come with me, you know? And yeah, so that was very, very interesting. And it's also the fact that it was a farewell get together, you know? And that was like last week. So I do think that that's like you were saying, like synchronicity is all intertwined, you know? Yeah, we're immersed in what you could say the phenomena synchronicity, like the nature of reality is synchronistic. Everything is connected. So that not only in the having the awareness of shielding because of that and what's going on at this level, but um, anywhere you could go, you could find connections or something because that's where where we us where we are our experience to experience if you see what i'm saying it's all connected so and, and just the nature of reality like holographic like um for example even if it's not like some complex malevolent thing like an entity like pressing on the guy like go fuck with her like trigger her i'm saying like it could just be a, a holographic interaction us in spaces and where we are in or where our state of being in that moment. What I'm saying is there's so much that is constantly going on. Even if we're just grounded in the in the mundane and tr not trying to focus off on any higher level and like, I'm just going to go dancing. Um, it's still existing. The synchronistic holographic like um, conflicts like that or a shadow. This is where I was bringing it like it sometimes things like this exist and it's not like creation testing us. It's kind of like pathwork in a way. Like yeah. I in a way attracted this to myself to experience that and then observe it and be like, whoa, what was that? Do you see what I'm saying? 
Mm-hmm. But it's not always that. That's why I was trying to explain like uh mm-hmm. like an entity messing with somebody like a higher level like that. Like there's so many different things that can occur, but everything is synchronistic and connected. Right. But that's the thing, right? Is like what I like to see it as is like, okay, maybe it is an entity um messing with me, but it's also happening to me for a reason. That's I kind of like to see it both ways. You know, how can I work with this information? What is it teaching me, regardless of if it's an entity or whatnot, or if I brought it in, maybe both. But or it could uh, just yeah. be somebody that is an asshole and you you just your energy triggered him. Like it could be that simple. Yeah, exactly. Right. But then it's like, well, I could have dealt with it better. You know, I could have didn't have to get reactive, you know, in a way it's it's teaching me something anyways. You see what I mean? Yeah, I think um, all all emotions are valid. Like, you know, there is moments where we are fully, you know, in our free will to express rage. Uh, violence, like all of these things have their place and like they have a lesson, uh, you know, we're supposed to learn. Um, And I think that if anything, this was just the moment happened for you, you know, to be able to process it and see how that, you know, that energy like flowed, flowed through you. And like, you know, next time it flows through you, you'll be more tempered hopefully and like you'll be conscious and you're like you're gonna be like oh it's happening again and then you'll be able to um you know consciously engage with it rather than you know react with it like the where it's we we have to stop i think seeing stuff as like bad bad or good and it's just like um those those moments where we're unconscious and we don't consciously engage with these energies and do what we uh you know what we ideally should have done or like created a win-win um they you know they're they're you know to teach us to teach us a lesson and um i mean the important thing is every like whenever you know it's it you know we spiral so the that energy is always going to come back but the important thing is every time, you know, we loop, we don't, you know, do the same thing. We have to engage deeper and deeper every time. Like it, yeah. you might be, you might be experiencing the same annoying situation with people, but uh, what you should be doing is every time um, see, how, see like what, what other layers that revealed because last time, you know, it, it passed by you, you worked on something else and you're like, so if it, if it, if you experience it again, maybe it's not, you know, calling on whatever you worked on last time, there's probably something else to be aware of. So, um, I mean, we all do this like unconsciously and automatically, but, uh, like when these things happen, if we slow down and we consciously move the energy, I mean, that's the best like we can do. Like that's that's all you know. Source source could ask for just be everyone being conscious. And my thing with you know people fucking with you and and all this stuff. Um, my perspective on that is we're in this cube, this metatronic cube. Free energy, uh, you know, eventually like develops a mind of its own, um, and you know it resonates with like you know like there is a there's definitely an asshole energy like like an egregore of like mm. all the collective asshole <laughs> of, of humanity and if 
if there's if there's an asshole walking around and this egregore of like you know all the assholes of humanity is feeling feeling frisky it'll be like oh i can you know poke this guy and he can he can express me and like you know it's just uh i think stuff got too compartmentalized and too out of control and uh we like we it's our job to kind of uh consciously like organize it like i think when when we're consciously uh you know engaging with these energies like these these egregores and uh like i don't know energetic tumors in the metatronic uh (laughs) cube i guess we're slowly like you know working them out and uh, yeah i think it's just every time these things happen we just have to be conscious of them um and even you know at this point in our lives you know where we know the best thing to do sometimes we won't we might not do the best thing that we could do and like in those moments we shouldn't demonize ourselves and uh cause more code convolution and uh look down upon ourselves and uh be like you know negative we just you know take it as a lesson we're still in this 3d meat suit you know figuring shit out yeah but yeah but yeah like I hope I got I hope I got the point across but yeah it's just like it's just you know there there's these these egregores of energy like of course um you know there's going to be egregores for you know positive stuff and negative stuff and we just have to understand that there's assholes in the world because there is like this asshole thing floating around in the consciousness of humanity so whenever that thing passes by you just just be like okay i'm i choose not to be an asshole and like instead add a little bit of niceness to the asshole egregore and you know eventually it'll maybe transform into something else yeah that's what that's what i was thinking you know it's like i could have dealt with that part a little bit better but i just thought it was really interesting that that happened right at the moment where i was feeling like i really had cleared the space around me you know and with running the frequencies and everything and it's like i literally had this bubble around me right and then that that person comes in to kind of break it with that comment but yeah and uh I yeah, could, yeah. speaking of, hmm. speaking of egregores um and this is the un- fortunate thing that like we can't just like come together well obviously we could if we had our own communities and foundation and areas like this but like let's say like coming together dance and music without having to deal with something like this like imagine that like but (laughs) the what i was saying the unfortunate thing is like like for example you go to a club to dance especially clubs like this i don't know how big it was if it was just like a restaurant size club but especially if let's or let's say any type of structure that's pretty big and has a lot of people in it there's going to be an egregore attached to that building so if you're in there just blasting frequency to just even clear your own space it was probably like what the fuck are you doing exactly that's what happened yeah i felt that and it, it was a pretty big place yeah it has two floors as well and it was just for clubbing. It wasn't even a restaurant. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, everybody's supposed to be lost and unconscious and like you know enjoying themselves and uh, yeah. da- dancing. And here you come in like messing with the like the the vibe of like the lushing. And you know it's like 
uh, it's like, oh, okay. Because, like, like, I even got my colleagues to do, like, you know, yeah. <laughs> and I was, like, going, like, like this, like, clearing stuff, like, with my hands, you know, and, and then they started doing the same, and I'm just, like, what? It's just, like, messing with them. Like, what are you guys doing? Like, oh, do this. I was literally telling them, like, imagine that you're pulling these, this color and this color, and then my colleague's, like, ah! He was all drunk, and he was, like, trying to get me to drink, and I was just, like, kind of sipping on, on the drinks, just kind of, but I didn't really feel like drinking much that, that day. It's like, mm, you know, it's, it's I, I kind of felt good about that, you know, because before I would go out party and like, you know, get super drunk. So things have definitely shifted quite a bit in that sense. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. I don't know if you guys are you guys at all familiar with the topic of spirit babies? Mm, Anybody? No. A spirit feel, baby. Yeah, I feel like there's a baby, like the the presence of a of a of a soul that wants to be born. And I'm like, oh, it's very interesting. And I think that's one of the reasons why things are shifting very fast around me as well. It's because of this energy. And it doesn't feel so okay. So that energy does not feel intrusive or invasive or anything like that. Hmm. You, what you if mean it's something that wants to be born and it's like trying to use you as a door like i need a human vessel <laughs> to me i don't know in any case it feels good so and it's not good in this like blissful kind of state it feels just like a guidance in a way or like just a presence that is very very innocent you know so i'm like it could be a spirit baby. I don't know. I'm I'm still working on you know deciphering, and of course I don't know who the father could be. But yeah, I don't, I, I don't want to always seem like doom gloom and like <laughs> attacks crying on you. But um, if any type <laughs> of spirit came up to me and was like making me feel some like let me birth through you, I even if it felt like oh like oh that's so cute or whatever, I'd be like uh. Maybe take a step back and when I want to or figure that out. Like Okay. Yeah. But. Is Laura like laughing? Laura. <laughs> what do you think about these things, Laura? I want to hear your perspective as well as, as a girl. About spirit babies. Have you heard about have you heard about them? And what do you think about spirit babies? No, I haven't heard of it, but I think I agree with Jay. <laughs> His perspective. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm not like attached to this. I, I don't like getting attached to concepts or information much. Although, you know, of course, as human beings, we kind of tend to do that. But, but the, this thing, I mean, it's just like it feels like, uh, like I said, it's a, sort of like a guidance, you know. And and I'm not like, well, it has to happen, or when is it going to happen? No, but. Yeah, I do think it's possible, you know, for souls that want to come in and and like kind of like, yeah, choose like the 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 mom that they would like to have or whatnot. I don't know. I'll I'll keep you guys posted on that as well. There's a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> Maybe you have some type of precognition sense. So it, it might seem more immediate than it actually is, if you see what I'm saying. All right, so for example, like you're starting to activate more and you're tuning into not only the present, but the past and the future as well. 
and and you might not fully be grasping what you're experiencing yet in that ability like a probable timeline yeah yeah mm-hmm. it could be something like that yeah that's something what it feels like manifest mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Because that's definitely not something like, oh, I, I want to have a child right now. I'm like I'm trying to bring it in. No, it's more like I, you know, I don't think I could have a child at the moment anyways. Like I not not here. I don't nah. plus, you know, I'd have to like meet the right person, etc. But yeah, um, maybe it's something also that that came in to help me get over this situation that I've been telling you guys about that I'm having a hard time with. Because it is helping, you know, because I'm like, if this child did come in, like I was tuning into like, what would the energy of the father feel like? And it does not feel like this person. So in a way, it's like, okay, if it's not this person, then that's totally not the one I'm supposed to be like focusing on anyways. So in a way, it's it's helping me, I guess. And I'm like, well, you know, if it can do something to help me advance, great. That's kind of what I'm looking for in anything I do lately. If I feel like it's helping me move forward, then I welcome it. If I feel like it's just stagnating me or confusing me, then I'm like, uh, I guess the right word would be it's invasive, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's interesting how it's so true. That word, I mean, I guess I had a totally different idea of what that felt like to me. And now that we're talking about it, I'm like, yeah, if it's, doesn't feel like part of me that that is also considered invasive yeah well there's part two of episode four join us next week for part three in which we will be diving into the topics of relationships situationships (laughs) and quote-unquote twin flames so yeah I'm, i'm sure many of you will find that topic very interesting and yeah as far as this whole like spirit baby thing i just wanted to update that uh i haven't really been getting any more messages from from this energy anymore so i do think that it was just probably there to help me kind of move on to the next level of of my game in a way or maybe it'll come back later i i don't know but um yeah, it's it was interesting to to get these guys' perspective on this. I do think that everything that happens to us needs some sort of discernment or really feeling into it. Um, of course, taking into account what other people say, but what is it that you feel within? Keep asking yourself those questions um, and consider what you feel more important than what other people's opinion is. So in general, I do feel like this concept was brought to my attention for a reason and it was very nice to explore. So I got what I needed from it. And um, like I said, maybe it will return later if I meet the right person. But yeah, we've got to stay focused on what's actually happening now, right? It could be a probable timeline or or whatever, because uh, yeah, I mean, like many of you, we, we can tap into these uh, probable uh, selves or possibilities and then they can manifest sometimes but they don't necessarily always manifest so let's not get attached to any outcome yeah so that's just uh what i wanted to add regarding this topic but uh yeah join us next week for a chat on twin flames (laughs) and please don't hesitate to reach out with any comments or questions all right see you again soon bye